sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. Uh, it's not. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Weekly Sports <laughs> Drop. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. I am joined by Robbie Campbell in studio today. What's up, Robbie? Happy New what's Year, man. What's up, man? Happy New Year. First show of the new year. First show of the new year. We didn't want to... I didn't want to do anything last week because... Uh, We're still was, recovering. Yeah, still recovering. Everybody's still out on vacation, so... I uh, want to welcome you all to the Weekly Sports Drop. Again, this is, uh, I believe, episode 21 now, so we're, we're, we're deep into it. We're when did we start? Like episode 13? Like Here, yeah, in the studio. We started episode 13. Wow, yeah. Was, yeah, I was going back through all the ones uh, a couple days ago, and I was like, wow, we've come a long way. Oh, we've yeah. come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> on to uh, on tonight's show, we are going to have, uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. We got some good stuff. We're going to go over the uh, playoffs, NFL playoffs. I know you're excited about that one. Yeah. I want to do that specifically with you. Some good matchups, some not so good matchups, obviously, right? Um, Eric Marrero is back again. Yeah, he's, he's a guy's a legend. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Eric Marrero from Kane's Insight and Out the Huddle. He was having some issues with his phone. He texted me earlier, so hopefully we can get him on. Uh, I just remembered. Is that. he at Belen again? <laughs> no, he's at the Nightmare Seven on Seven. Oh uh, wow! Seven on Seven tournament. So uh, yes, he will be on hopefully. And we also have Abraham Kawa, the vice president for first round management. You've heard him here on the show before. That's right. We're going to talk football this time with him next week. We got a good one too because there's a lot of good fights. We're going to bring him back on. We're going to bring Tobin back on. Oh, Tobin back on as well. We're oh, he talk. was he was on the first time. Yeah, he, was, he was on. He was on for the. Uh, uh, I can't remember the fight now, but it was uh, one of the earlier ones. Mm-hmm. It was like oh, two fourteen. It was uh, John Bones Jones, the John oh, Bones Jones right. and, and Cormier fight. He was on for that one. Okay, so we'll. we'll oh, bring, that's right. I remember you guys you recorded the that? podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I think you recorded it. Yeah, and everything yeah. In the yeah, yeah. So he's gonna be on as well next week. But this week again. We're going to talk NFL playoffs. We're going to talk some Kings recruiting, some uh, Under Armour recap. We'll recap some of the stuff. We'll recap the uh, the national championship game as well. Oh, yeah. So I want to recap a little bit about that. Some some pretty good commitments that just happened recently for the for the Canes for 2019-2020. Surge 19, it's already starting. Surge 19, and it's Category 20. Category 20? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So yeah. uh, we'll get to that. We will get to... Um, like I said, some football stuff with with Kawa as well from First Round Management, which is a pretty damn cool agency. I mean, they 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 have some of the biggest names in MMA, and now they're starting to get some some big names in football as well underneath their belt. So they've got guys like uh, Ruben Foster, like Tease Tabor, uh, David and Joku, uh, guys like that in in the NFL. They just signed a couple of uh, Hurricane players. They've got um, John Bones Jones, Demetrius Johnson. Guys like that as well. Some some pretty big names. So we'll have Abraham on this show as well. I'm excited about it. But first, let's just get into a little... You know what? I want to recap the, the national championship game first. I know we'll, we'll talk to Eric about it a little later. But let's let's recap that before we get into some football because I want to go to break. Uh, or, by the way, I, I rushed in here. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I had to walk like two blocks and this Brickle... Uh, by the way, we're on the campus of Mary Brickle, uh, Miami Media School and Mary Brickle Village as well. Thank you all for joining us. I did say we were going to be on sportsovertime.com. We're actually on Miami Miami Underground Radio. So for anybody that is checking us out live, what's going on? Thank you very much. Yeah, and sure. um, when we, you know, during our break, I'll, I'll, I'll do some, uh, some social media stuff as well so you guys can get in tune with us. National Championship, Alabama again, Georgia again. I thought Georgia was going to pull this one out. Trust me, when I saw that pass by Tua Tagovailoa, 
You know that guy? <laughs> yeah. Just call him Tua. Yeah, Tua. Mr. Tua, the freshman phenom. I mean, this game was dominated by freshman players, if you really think about it, right? We got the freshman quarterback uh, coming in for Alabama and kind of taking over the second half. Jake Fromm in the first half for Georgia, doing well. I mean, this was great. This was a really good game. Really good national championship game. I didn't think it was going to be that good, to be honest. I thought it was going. I, I thought I, I thought thought Georgia would win the game, but I took the so three, did I. I. I took the three and a half points. I, I got that uh, cover. Of course you did. And I also uh, had the over, which I only got because the Alabama kicker missed the field goal at the end of regulation that oh. pushed the game into overtime. Jeez. And that's how I got my over. I was lucky up on that one. I, that, that saved me from a disastrous weekend. It was still pretty bad, but happy to get that one in and there. Did you hit anything else? Maybe uh, so you can get that trifecta, right? Is that is that how it's called? Oh. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh. Is that is that? I turned. I thought I turned my phone. This guy. This guy's incredible. <laughs> like I, I just lowered the volume because I want to see us. I'm watching us. On, watching us on our webcam. Oh yeah. Okay. And so good. I just want to make sure the volume is down so do I can we, see you know people commenting. Do we look sexy on it? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you, but I don't know. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, it was a great game. And how, the Alabama kicker. I got. I, I wanted to bring this up. You know, everyone's saying how joyous it must have been to be the Alabama kicker. Because he got he got bailed out, you know. No, it's not joyous. No, he it's the not. field goal. Yeah, you're still thinking about that, like you know. I don't know how how you're even celebrating the championship when you basically, at least, I mean, if I was the kicker, I'd be like, man, I I, I did everything we could possibly could to lose this game, and now we won. We won not because of me, and I, I I'd still be I'd still be I'd be feeling much worse if Alabama actually lost. Right. But but I mean, it's still like not a good feeling to miss a kick that bad. You know, the game to win the national championship to miss it that bad. Like it can't feel good, even if Alabama wins. No, like, pl- you know? plus your name is Papanastos. Yeah, Papanastos. I mean, I mean, you gotta hit that. You gotta hit that field goal there. If not, I mean, you're gonna get ragged on for a while, for a while. And I'm sure he feels bad. But at the end of the day, they like, won. I, I, I wouldn't even be celebrating it that much. I, I'd just be going up there, like you know. I know it sounds so self-centered, but I'd be like, I'd, I'd go and I'd go to the celebration. But I'm not like you know, pouring down the champagne. Actually, college players aren't gonna be pouring down the champagne. I, yeah, I, I don't are. think. Yeah, they are. You think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At Saban's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at Steven's house, right? Yeah. At Steven's house, like, eighteen hundred <laughs> violations. Yeah, right. Uh, what do you think? How do you think um, Jalen Hurts feels? That's, I mean, that I, I think he doesn't feel as bad as the kicker. I mean, he did bleed them. <laughs> he yeah, did. I'm, I'm, doing I'm doing the same. I'm doing the same. Doing the same thing. Watching a replay, see if anybody comments. Make sure it looks good. But uh, I, I don't think he's gonna feel as bad. I think he, him and Tua and Tua had a really good relationship, and like Tua well, was mad that people were right. You saw that on, yeah. on social media. Yeah. yeah, he was really mad about that. And so I know after the game, he did the interview with Jalen Hurts. It seemed kind of awkward, but I feel like he took it well, and I don't think he's gonna transfer. I think he'll he'll stick it out. I don't think he will either. Yeah, unlike the other Georgia quarterback, uh, Jacob Eason. Yeah, he's gone. I think he's going to Washington. Yeah, they said he's, he hasn't officially announced it yet. Oh, they but, haven't. Okay. But it, that's all reports are, the indications that he's going to Washington. And now they have that uh, kind of like that two-headed monster over there at Alabama. Now they gotta get, although Tua can run as well, if not, if not better. If not better. He can run just as good as Jalen Hurts, if not better than Jalen Hurts. But when you need a pure passer, when you need a guy to come in and throw the ball, you're definitely going to you know, put Tua in. And I think it's going to work. Their dynamic is good enough for it to work, apparently, from what we see. I mean, they get along well. Uh, you know, and, and, and one's not selfish, you know, or, or jealous of, of, of the other. So I think that's pretty good. I'm happy about it. We'll see what happens. Here goes, you know, Robbie's going to take a break before I am. But, um, you know, talking a little bit more about the game, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't see it going that way. I thought Georgia was going to take the cake. I thought they were going to kind of dominate. You know, Alabama came in with a couple of injuries on the line. 
But again, these freshman kids, I mean, it's all about recruiting, guys. I mean, and, and you know, we talk about recruiting a lot here with Chris Marrero, uh, you know, uh, Chris Marrero, with Eric Marrero. I'm thinking Chris Marrero, the baseball player. Sorry, there. sorry about that. You know, you know the rule, like three missed calls, it might be uh, three calls in a row, it might be important, but it wasn't, it wasn't that important. It was I, a. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I just so, freaked out because it was three okay. missed calls. But You know, what I was saying is we're, we're always talking recruiting and how recruiting is important, right? We, we, we delve into it a lot with Eric. Uh, you know, we talk about it a little bit. It shows that good recruiting can win you games. I mean, look, the left tackle for Alabama goes out in the middle of the game. They bring in a freshman guy, Alex Leatherwood, and he dominates the left tackle. You know, I left tackle. He dominates that left tackle, and, and it's kind of like they didn't even skip a beat. Right, you bring you bring in the freshman quarterback Tua. He comes in and he does his thing. You know, you've got guys on the the guy that caught the winning touchdown, Devontae De, uh, Devontae Smith. It's freshman. Freshman. Uh, the other kid, uh, the other kid that um, Rugs. Yeah, because he had a touchdown. Freshman. You know. So you're saying you're saying it's just pencil in Alabama national championships for the next four years. Correct. Just, just write him in there. Why, why even waste time? Why even waste an injury? I'll tell you what. You know what hurts me the most that a lot of these kids. That are freshmen or that were impact players in the game, whether it was in Georgia's side or Alabama's side, were kind of down to Miami or Alabama, Miami or Georgia, and Georgia or Alabama won out. So I'm like, Shh, I see Alex Leatherwood, who was down to Miami, Alabama, picks Alabama. A kid like, um, what's this kid now? Uh, the kid that's on the line for Georgia. I can't for the life of me remember his name now. But it was kids that were picking, oh, uh, Miko Hardman. Miko mm-hmm. Hardman was another one that was down to Miami or Georgia. Picks Georgia. You know what I mean? Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy. Those all those Oh, kids. Jerry Judy from down Jerry here. Judy, yeah, from down here. I mean, Devontae, I mean, come on. You know? And, and, and it helps. It makes a big difference when those guys are on your team. As we I mean, Alabama about. last year had a, guy, a recruit gray shirt. Well, this guy was a four-star recruit. He could have gone anywhere in the world and played right away, but he, he – because he didn't get his uh, scholarship uh, in in time, or they ran out of schol- Alabama had ran out of scholarships, but right. he still wanted to play for Alabama. So he still so they, he gray shirted, which means uh, he he just re- basically reclassifies for the the next the next recruiting class. Which last year was 2017. He became a 2018 recruit, and he like incredible. Yeah, incredible. He became a, he became a a, a a second semester enrollee. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. So he has to pay his own way, basically. Yeah. At and least so, for the first semester. At least for the first two semesters, right? So. So that uh, I don't know, but yeah, that, that's crazy. People willing to do that. That guy was like a four-star recruiter. Could have gone anywhere. I'm telling you, man. And recruiting, play- recruiting is big. Recruiting is big. And Saban, man, he's just you know. Well, yeah. I mean that that helps. That guy is just a just a machine. Look, I'm, I mean, I don't want to say this. I'm not gonna say it, but it has to be asked. You know, the greatest dynasty of all time, college was was the Hurricanes in the late '80s, and the, or 1991. You know. And that run that they had, but what Alabama's done nine five championships in nine years like, that's, that's I I want I, I want to say that the Canes were were the more dominant team, but and then again, right. you, well, yeah, they were the more dominant team. I mean, if more dominant ask, dynasty. Yeah, and if you ask who the greatest, you know, greatest college team is ever, yeah, a lot of people are going to say the two thousand UM team, you know, the two thousand University of Miami national championship team with Kenny Dorsey. Well, I'm not talking about the greatest team. I'm just talking well, about, the, talking the, about greatest dynasty? Run, the greatest run. The greatest run. I mean, Alabama's giving them a run for their money. I mean, the Hurricanes only won four in, those, in that time. But now, it, it was harder to win one in the 80s. Sure. It is now because sure. the, a lot of the, the, the way the playoff system was set up, you're contracted, you're contracted in the bowl games. And, you know, they, they lost the Canes, lost to Notre Dame in 88. They had one loss. 
they would have been in the playoff in any other era. They would have been. They would have had a rematch with Notre Dame in the title game. But not be- only that, the uh, national championship game in two thousand, Oklahoma FSU. Yeah, we beat FSU. Yeah, we would have been in the college playoff there, and we would have steamrolled. I mean, we would have beat the brakes off of Oklahoma. In that yeah, yeah. Jeremy Shockey I mean, was saying he knew players on the Oklahoma team yeah. that he they wanted no part of him. Correct. And, and so, like, it's, it's like it's, it's a lot different. In those days, and you, yeah, you had contracts, you know, like '89. Now the Hurricanes still won the title in '89, but you, you may not know. You may not. I think you know this, but in those days, they made the announcements on what team would play in what bowl game before the last game of the season. So I did my, not know that. No, I did not know. So that. yeah, really? you know, Miami played Notre Dame that right. year the end, to end the season. Notre Dame was number one. Miami had lost to Florida State earlier in the year, so I think they were like seven. Okay. And Notre Dame had already gotten invited to play in the Orange Bowl that year, and then and then the Canes beat the crap out of Notre Dame that that game. And so, but Notre Dame still got to play in the Orange Bowl, and the Canes I think got to go to the Sugar Bowl. And I think they had to have a couple scenarios play out, like they, the Canes beat Alabama, right. and something else had to happen for, North, for the Miami to win the national championship. So it was, a, it was a weird system back then. So yeah, it, it was easier, but it was also, if you think about it, it may have been even it may have been harder. I mean, it was it was harder to win, yeah. but it was also easier to win. In the sense that now, Rick, uh, the way recruiting works now, back then there was no uh, rivals. There was no, you know, uh, 247 sports. Yeah. There wasn't any of that. Uh, the recruiting, you know, people didn't have these huge, large budget budgets to, to fly around all over the country mm-hmm. and, and, you know. And what about the pick, small schools? There's no, there's no, like, I mean, they were, UCF existed, but there right. wasn't, like, the. Exactly. Yeah, you, now it's a little bit different. So, yeah, it could be either way. It could be either easier or harder. depends on how you see it. Yeah, that's that is true, but yeah, that was a, it was a crazy system back then. Uh, but yeah, this Alabama run, it's like uh, every time they win a championship, it's like, yeah, that could be that. I think that has to be the greatest dynastic run of all time. That sucks. Even though they did get to the the championship a couple times without reaching the without reaching their title game, they yeah. they won another championship game where they didn't play in the SEC title game. And Listen, they, they deserve it though. They yeah. were they were the best team in college football. I mean, no, they did. Yeah. They were. I mean, Georgia's right was right there with them. Georgia was right there with them. Would have liked to have seen Alabama and Oklahoma, what that would have been like. I mean, the Alabama-Georgia was still a great game, but imagine Baker Mayfield going up against the Alabama defense. We could have got to see what Baker Mayfield looked like against an NFL-caliber defense. His draft stock could have either risen to the top or fallen out of the first round on that game. Baker, Baker Mayfield is a, is, is a stud. I love that kid. Yeah. I think he's actually going to do good in the NFL. I don't know. He wins. You think the Dolphins draft He's gritty. Him? Uh, do I do I think they need to draft a quarterback? Yes, I don't know if they draft Baker Mayfield. I'm going Roquan Smith. In the first oh round. my God, I love right? me some Roquan Smith. Roquan oh Smith. man, God knows you they see him make. Oh my God, I just go back to the national championship Beast. game. He, he made a play. I think it was like a third and two. It was one of those flanker screens to the running backs. And I just witnessed the. I just had flashbacks to all those Dolphin games where Kiko Alonso had that running back wide open in space, and the running back Christian McCaffrey or whoever put a move on, and he'd get the first down. And Roquan Smith was right there, ate him up. The guy didn't get the first down. He hit the punt. I was like, oh, kid's we, a beast. we need that Roquan Smith. I don't think he, I don't know if he makes it to the Dolphins, though. What, what pick do they have? They have 11th. The 11th pick? I think he might. Let's see. Cleveland's not going to take a, 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 a linebacker. They have two picks in the top four, They have two four, picks right? in the top four. Number two and number four? No, number one and number one, four. One and four. The one Giants, two. I don't think the Giants are going to take a quarterback. No. And then you had Indianapolis. They could take anybody. They're yeah. not going to take a quarterback, so they could take a Roquan Smith at three or Bradley okay. Chubb. From NC State. It's going to get interesting. Oh, I can't wait for the draft. Yeah, oh, my God. Do, just talking gonna, about it. We're going to do some good draft good. stuff. We're oh, going to do some good God. draft stuff. Absolutely. Listen, guys, when we come back, we're going to try to get Eric Marrero on the phone. Oh, hopefully, like his phone is, is, hopefully his phone is working. And, uh, and then, obviously, later on, we've got Abraham Kawa from First Round Management here on the Weekly Sports Drop. 
I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 20222.
I just came back and I popped another bill. And I'm saying, what? She wanna know just where I live. Take her to the crib and I will show her all the bills. Hope I got it set the record straight. I'm just tryna eat a lot of food and butter. I wanna take it to my back. Put a couple racks in the city on the Set the record straight. Oh, I gotta do it. Got a lot that's on my plate. Oh, I don't even wanna know. No. I don't wanna know you dirty ass. Oh, 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 oh. Why did it even call me? I just been to my morning. I'm just here with my homie. Yeah. Know just where I live. I Take it to the crib and I will show her how to be. Hope I got it set the record straight. I'm just tryna eat on all these boobies by the way. I wanna take it to my back. Put a couple racks in the city on the road. She wanna know what's on my mind. back on the weekly sports shop this is jazz santana we put some hip-hop music sorry we took a long break there we're trying to figure out the uh the phone situation here was a little messed up and eric morero seems like his phone is messed up so i don't think we're gonna bring him on today but that's okay that's okay because i'll talk a little bit of recruiting with you at the end of the show for you Kings fans anybody that's listening or that's gonna listen a little later does that guy do anything else other than do recruiting? That guy just seems like eat, sleeps, and breathes recruiting. He, by the way, he's part of Out the Huddle now as well. Yeah. Oh. He's, 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 he's going to start, start, start coming on here and dropping F-bombs? No. <laughs> no, he's not. Isn't that what they do at Out the Huddle? Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> Talk to Brett about that one. <laughs> no, but I don't think he is. I think he's, uh, he's going to be shooting a lot. He's going to be shooting a lot for them, the film. So, right. so he's cool. He's excited about that. Um, I mean, this is his passion as well as broadcasting. So... Um, I'm happy for him, man. Good for him. Yeah, good for him, man. Good for him. Well, no. good, good for him, man. So yeah. I guess what we're going to do before we get Robbie out of here, because I know he's got to go, quick segment on the NFL playoffs. Dun, 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 dun. Playoffs. Dun, 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 dun. 
NFL playoffs, baby. Good matchups. Sat- I like the matchup. on sa- What's the Saturday matchups? Atlanta and Philadelphia and then Tennessee and New England. So there's one good matchup on Saturday and then one good matchup on Sunday, right? Don't be maybe, surprised maybe. if Tennessee, I think they can hang around right. maybe for half. I think they're going to pound the running game with DeMarco Murray. Eat that time off the clock. And here's a tip. Mike Malarkey. DeMarco Tim- Murray is out. He is out. But Derek, Derek Henry is did, did I say DeMarco, yeah, Murray? DeMarco Murray? Oh, my God. That's all right. Derek Henry, who was, I meant to say, pounding the rock. And Marcus Mariota is going to throw a touchdown to himself again. <laughs> <laughs> if he does, I mean, that'd be something. That's only the second time ever in NFL history that that's happened. Yeah, Brad Johnson, uh, Brad Johnson was Johnson. the first, first one. You saw it when he, he, uh, he texted... Uh, John Gruden, the video? Yes. That was pretty cool. That was pretty That's right. Cool. He was showing the camera on the he screen. Was showing the camera. That was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. But uh look, listen, let's 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 go to you know I want to start with Atlanta, Philadelphia. All right, it's a four thirty five game on Saturday. Four thirty five. Four thirty five. Not four thirty not four thirty or five. It's four thirty four three five PM. Four thirty five PM. Atlanta's eleven and six, Philadelphia thirteen and three. F- you know, few things that stand out to me. Number one, obviously the quarterback position. Carson Wentz. On his way to an MVP season, if you ask me, all right, and then you have the reigning MVP in Matt Ryan. You do know that. You do know that. Carson Wentz is out. That's why I said on his way. Yeah, good. And then he gets hurt. So Mm -hmm. now you got Nick Foles. So that's the first thing that pops out to me. You got the reigning MVP. I know he hasn't had a great season. He hasn't had a really good season this year. Atlanta's offense has been. Very they're, they're winning games a lot differently than they were last year. Last year it was offense city. This year it's been grinding it out. Defensive struggles. Right. But the defenses have been pretty even. Both of them are actually pretty even. I have a good stat. I'm going to give you some stats here. Stats for your ass, Mr. Stats Man. Oh, I love stats. All right. Atlanta averages 364.8 yards per game. That's a lot. Philadelphia averages 365.8 yards per game. But a lot. How many of those were with Carson Wentz? It's Carson Wentz. Right. So, I mean, those numbers were probably a little more inflated. Now they're a little bit less. At 365, they may have had more yards per game, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, that, that Giants game falls through to four touchdowns. And then he's had two. He said he had a eh game against Oakland, and then he played like two drives against Dallas. And then he's been sitting ever since. They, have the, they basically have had three weeks off. Right, right. So, I, I mean, look, I understand the, the records and all that. Throw the records out the window. I don't think I'm, – I'm going with Atlanta in this game. I think Atlanta's going to – Atlanta's a favorite, and they're on the road. Yeah. But Atlanta's a favorite because of this quarterback situation. Right. So uh, – is it, is it me or is it both road teams? Both there's two teams that are on the road that are favored and just one, just teams just just on one. Every other road, every other road team is an underdog. New Orleans the, is an underdog. New Orleans is a, it's actually pretty big. It was like really a, yeah, they're like five point underdogs to the Vikings. That so yeah, it's pretty fishy. It's pretty yeah. fishy, isn't it? Yeah, that surprises me. And of course, Jacksonville's a big underdog to to, to Pittsburgh. That's the, that's the uh, upset special. That's a Brendan Tobin upset. I, w- I, w- I, w- I wouldn't mind. I'd like to see that Jacksonville ball. And I'm a little conflicted here because I think, you know, I don't want to see that catch or non-catch, whatever you want to call it, between New England and Pittsburgh affect home field. So the only way for that to happen is if either New England loses to Tennessee right. and then Pittsburgh would be at home anyways, or if Jacksonville beats Pittsburgh, then New England would have had full home field against Jacksonville anyways. Now, they, it would have been different. New, New England would have played Jacksonville, and Pittsburgh would have played Tennessee in that second round. We don't know how those games would have outcome, but right. I, don't, I don't want it to see. I don't want to see Pittsburgh and New England in the championship game and see, and see New England win because based on that stupid overturn of that catch on the Pittsburgh tight end. Okay, so what's the deciding factor? I mean, going back to Atlanta, Philadelphia, what's the deciding factor there, though? 
Oh, it's obviously if Foles plays like he plays with the Giants, they're going to win the game. But if he plays like he's played lately, I think it's going to be a, Atlanta's going to cruise. I think they're going to, yeah, I think they're going to just put their foot. Playoff experience, you yeah. know. They're, they're angry about last year. They're destined to get back to the NFC Championship game. Destiny. Destiny. Destiny is mine. And By the way, you speak, you know, this has nothing to do with what we were talking about. Oh, I love, I love segues. Yeah, just a segue, perfect segue. Um, so I get a call on my way here. Oh, my God, Jazz. We have a cat in the back room, mind you. Let me preface that by saying I'm allergic to cats. I hate cats. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now I got a cat inside my house. So I'm talking to my girlfriend. I'm telling her, what do you mean we have a cat inside the house? How the hell did a cat get inside the house? No, he's in that, that heater room where the water heater is. I'm like, how the hell did he get inside the water heater room? It's closed off with bricks. So there's a starving little kitty in there. My girlfriend decides to give her give him turkey and let him inside the house. Oh, my God. So now it's inside the house, rubbing all up on my girlfriend. So when I get home, I can get my eye. I'm going to have anaphylactic shock is what I'm going to have to do is what's going to happen to me. So I'm going to have to go to the hospital is what I'm going to have to do. Oh, my God. Guaranteed. So now I'm not. You got to make the show count. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I really am not. I, hopefully, by the time I get there, the cat's gone. Get a hazmat suit. <laughs> Jesus. Where can I find one? <laughs> Any, if there's anybody out there that knows Walter, where I can find a hazmat suit, Walter White, <laughs> please let us know. Yeah, I can be the Walter White of, uh, of Miami. So yeah, to me, you know, and going back, and I'm sorry, I just I had to get that off my chest. I was I was shocked by that. But um, yeah, quarterback play. I think it's going to be Matt Ryan. I think I think I think yeah. so too. And I think you know, I think that the Falcons are going to sell out on the run with Blunt, with Ajayi, with uh, Clement. And I think it's going to make Foles have to throw it down the field, and I don't think it's going to end well for for the Eagles. I don't think so. Getting back to the other game, eight fifteen game, Tennessee and New England. You, what are you? Are you giving me an upset? I'm not saying it's an upset. I don't know, man. But I think there's there's some inner there's chaos going on inside New England. Right. Inside New Inside New England, there's already the articles coming out. But hasn't there always been chaos in New England? Yes. And they, I think they, yeah. they, they could still win the Super Bowl and laugh in our face. Correct. Which is very possible. Which is, which is a well, strong possibility. Very strong possibility. You know, I mean, they don't have the best team. Again, Rob Gronkowski is back, though. He's, he's healthy. He's good. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's, he seems like he's ageless. But uh, who knows? I mean, Tennessee, well, it was a lucky game last week, right? They had some, some plays fall, you know, b- bounce their way, I guess you can say. And they had the, that beautiful pass from Marcus Mariota to Marcus Mariota. For a touchdown, which was beautiful, and uh, I mean the defense played well in the second half. If Tennessee wants to win this game, it's going to be decided by the coin toss. You know Belichick's going to defer if he wins the toss. If you're the Titans, you have to have to take the ball first, and you don't have to go down the field and score right away, but you have to at least you know dr- put a drive together. You got to drive the ball down. Maybe the get three. Way. Maybe get three to start the game up three nothing. You're you're up. You have a lead. You do not want to give the Patriots the ball first. You're down 7 nothing, and then the crowd's into it, and then the pressure is going to rise, and then that first drive, you feel like if you don't score a touchdown in that drive, it's going to be 14 to nothing, and then it's going to avalanche away. That's what Gase did when he went to New England. Don't be like Gase, Tennessee. Take the ball first and try to go down the field and score. And maybe, uh, or maybe, or maybe, or if not, or at least drive to the 50 and punt and pin the Patriots inside the 10 to start their, their drive in the opening drive. Here's what I think they're going to have to do to win. If, if Tennessee wants to win this game, they're going to have to give the ball to Derrick Henry 30 times. I almost said DeMarco Murray again. I, I was know. thinking it. You would say that. <laughs> Derek, they're going to have to give the ball to him 30 times, six foot three, 250 pounds at some point. Okay. 
we all know New England's front four is not the best front four that they've seen all year. Okay, it's it's a makeshift front four with all the injuries that they've had. They have a lot of young guys, a lot of no names playing in the front. Have they gotten away with it? Yes, uh, it's New England. But to me, I like Derrick Henry better than I've ever liked DeMarco Murray. Oh, yeah. I think he's a better running back. So I think that they give the ball. That, they just keep giving him the ball, keep giving him the ball. He's going to end up either busting one, busting one um, or, or really collapsing that, that front four. And maybe Mariota can get some balls down the field with Delaney Walker, Rashard Matthews. Look who I'm naming. I'm naming Rashard Matthews, Delaney Walker. Like if it's Randy Eric Decker. Moss, Eric Decker. I'll tell you what, Eric Decker – for me on fantasy a couple years ago, put up some numbers. So oh, give, it to, give it to Eric Decker a little bit. Whatever. Derrick Henry is going to have to run the ball a lot. They're going to have to – time of possession, I think, is going to be huge as well, time of possession. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. By the way, you probably didn't notice this, but I want to tell you something that happened the weekend before, the wild card weekend, the game against the Chiefs. Yeah. You probably didn't notice it. You noticed, you noticed Mariota throwing the touchdown to himself. Right. You noticed the Chiefs blowing the big lead. Mm-hmm. And, and then you noticed that block that Mariota made – to free here yes, and I did get notice the first that down. Block. Yep. But here's what you probably didn't notice. You know what the score was at that time? When they made the block? Yes. What was the final score? It was 20, 21. 22 to 21. 22 to 21. No. So it was what? It was 16, a one-point game. It was 16 to 21, right? 21-16? Yeah, 21-16. The, the, the block happened when the game was when they, it was, they were up. Right. Like, that was the clincher. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If you watch the tape, right? there's a minute plus left. I don't think Derrick Henry is going to fall down. If you're Kansas City, once Derrick Henry gets the first down, the game's over. Your only shot in that game is to let Derrick Henry score a touchdown. And no NFL player in the history of time other than Brian Westbrook has ever turned down a free touchdown. It's not going to cross his mind as like, oh, oh wait a minute. Right. If, oh, if, we go, if I go down, the game's over. If they go down and score a touchdown, if Derrick Henry breaks off, and he already passed the first down line, he scores a touchdown, then... Tennessee's down, then the, the Chiefs are down by eight with a minute plus left, and they'll get the ball back with a chance to tie, but they have to get a two point conversion. But at least they have a chance, as opposed to Tennessee taking three kneel downs. Well, here's but the it thing. But didn't, it, didn't, it didn't cross the defender's mind. He went out and made a tackle on Derrick Henry and ended the game. Well, here's the thing. Before that, Derrick Henry almost fumbled the ball. He did. So, I mean. And that was all right. He was down. He was down. He was down. But after that. Yeah, after that, you don't think about those those things though. Nobody, like I didn't think about, hey, let them score a touchdown. That's not the first thing that first thing that. Comes I mean, if, to but my if, mind you're def- if you're right. a defensive coach, should you be telling your guys, hey guys, listen up? All right, we're gonna try to stop them here on this third down. However, if you see them cross that third down marker, let the guy walk into the end zone. And maybe maybe Derrick Henry would have fallen down and and not scored the touchdown, but right. he had that same breakaway one during the regular season against Houston. He had that same run. Now it was only a four point game. And so the run made it a two-score game, so it didn't really affect things Here's much. the thing. What happens at that point? Okay, so you can't play it off. Okay, <laughs> you can't play it off like, hey, guys, listen, on defense, don't even block. Well, you're, you're trying to make the stop. It was like third and eight. No, no, but I'm talking about let's say he gets that first down. Let's, let's say he gets that first down. What happens, right, you want him to score a touchdown? You have, to, that, you have right? to sell it like you're trying to tackle. You have to sell it. You, like have, you, have, to, you still you have to chase like, it down. whoop. whoop. Because then that's something that something's gonna be. Wait, wait. Why aren't they? Why are they moving out of the way? Oh, oh my God! I gotta go down. So, yeah, they, so they're gonna tell the them, go down, go down. And then at that point, you're screwed. And how about you want another another play that happened Wild Card Weekend? Now this one everybody noticed. Right. Was the Saints Panthers game, and uh, it was at fourth and two. Mm-hmm. The Saints had the ball, and they went for it. Yes. And they got that first down. The game was over. And so Drew Brees, a desperation. It's fourth down. He just heaves it down the field. Right. And. The Carolina Panthers guy, if he drops the ball, they gain like 20 yards of field position. I know. 
and he and he, said he, he he makes the interception. He picked it off, yeah. And then it's, right, of and they were talking about that. Yeah, they noticed that. I mean, knock it down. But you, again, you're but, but, you, know, you got to also know that it's fourth down. <sighs> the coaches are probably telling you, hey, it's fourth down. Any deep bomb down the field, knock it down. We need to, we need, we need the field position. Not it's not about your stats that's right now. That's a different ball game if he knocks it down. Yeah, because they, they yeah. drove. They got to like the thirty, or they I got know. then. They, if they, if they were started from the fifty, maybe they would have been threatening in the red in the end zone. Oh, different, different game. That's why Mike Shula and Ken Dorsey lost their job. Well, that was on the defensive side of the ball. That's uh, I mean, that, that's I mean, if anyone should have been fired for that, it should have been the defensive yeah. the, no, the cornerbacks coach. I'm saying they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't score and win. Uh, oh, and and if you notice, remember you notice I think the the guy fumbles on the interception. I think he fumbled on purpose. He tried to make it look like he was juggling. I didn't cause, notice because once he has the interception, right. you see Thomas Davis trying to tell him to not to, to it's oh. incomplete. It's incomplete. So I think the guy just pretends like he fumbled the ball, does a little juggle with it. It ball goes out of bounds, and they reviewed it and they tried to and it, it didn't stay, it didn't overturn. They tried to make what it look like he fumbled one. it. What a bad one. That's so that's just tough luck. Stuff man. stuff, man. That just, that that drives you crazy. But you know what? It's tough. You th- it's stuff you think about after the fact. I was thinking about it you during know. the fact. Really? Were you? I mean, I mean. I mean, I was thinking about the way- a job as a coach. Man. I mean, I, come on. I'm situational, you know, as guru. a situational analytical guru, guru, <laughs> guru coach. That's that's what they're gonna name you. That's gonna be. You know how now in the NCAA they they're allowing a tenth coach. Oh right? yeah. So a lot of people don't have tenth coaches. Maybe you should apply for a job. But can't you guys know, Saban when he was down here had 22 coaches. Jesus. Yeah, but that's the NFL. Yeah. yeah. NCAA, I guess you can only have nine coaches. Now you can have 10. Well, you can't have an assistant uh, offensive strength and conditioning coach. You can't have an assistant offensive line coach. And oh, but you can have but you can have a strategic analytical guru. Strategic coach. analytical guru for situations. They're going to make you're, up a name for you. Rule of thumb. If you're down by one and the time is about to run out and the guy gets a first down, you let the well, guy score. Well, not the time is about to run out. If you have like two two minutes or less. Two minutes say. or less and you got no timeouts. And you got no timeouts, let the guy you're score. Up, you're down by one, a score, you're still down by eight, and you're going to get the ball back, you got to let him score. Yeah. It's okay. a lost start. All right. All right. Whatever you say, man. Sunday, 105 p.m. Oh, yeah. Jacksonville and Pittsburgh, baby. Jacksonville is 11-6, Pittsburgh 13-3. Uh, and three. Obviously, it's Blake Bortles' time, baby. It's, it's all Blake Bortles and Saxonville. And right? that, that line's a little <laughs> insulting given that Jacksonville went into Pittsburgh earlier in the season and pounded him. Ben Roethlisberger had his worst game through five interceptions. Right. How, how many times has that happened, though? Very, very rarely. Exactly. So, I mean, it, okay, it happened last year with us, right? We went and beat the brakes off of but that, but that was but that was down here. Then the playoff game was in Pittsburgh. Was in Pittsburgh. Okay. They Bo- they, Jacksonville beat Pittsburgh badly at Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh. I don't think it matters. I don't think you think the Steelers are going to roll? Yeah, I think the Steelers. I, I think the Steelers are going to be a little rusty. I don't know if the Steelers roll because that. I mean, Jacksonville has a great defense, very good defense. The matchups I'm I'm, I'm excited to see are Antonio Brown coming against back Jaylen Ramsey. against Jalen Ramsey, and then you've got AJ Boye against uh, what's his kid? JJ uh, Juju. Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster, Le'Veon Bell against Leonard Fournette. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, Le- Le'Veon Bell's going to be magic up against those linebackers and and, oh, and, and which, Calais Campbell, which brings me to. Which brings me to something. See, this is a good segue. Le'Veon Bell. What's going on with him? Is he wanting to sit out or retire if he gets franchise tagged again? What do you think about that? And he's done, doing this right before the playoff game. Yeah, yeah, the playoff. It's know. bad timing on his part. I don't part. know, man. This is crazy. What do you think about that? I think that's why the Jacksonville might win this game. I think they're going to hang around, at least cover the seven and a half point spread. And uh, You think they win outright, though? I think I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville wins outright. Pittsburgh's not focused. Ben Roethlisberger is thinking about retiring. You know, they've had three weeks off because they didn't play their guys in week 17. Right. So there's going to be a little rust factor to start the game. I, hey, you might be right. I mean, I, I didn't think about that as, as, as far as 
uh, them having some some rust and, and and not being focused. And I don't think they're gonna let Blake Bortles throw the ball. You don't think they're gonna let him throw no, the ball? I think they're gonna let him throw the ball. Think he's gonna run it. I think that ideally for uh, them, it's, it's not like he's throwing the ball. They, they want to have they want to have a six minute drive that goes thirty yards and punts. They want to have get the ball on the ten, get to, or get the ball on the twenty, get to the fifty, take up five six minutes and punt. That's that's the game, game of, plan. It's gonna be a game of field goals. Well, they do have both of them have some of the best field goal kickers in. Yeah, so in the, the guy NFL, from the, so. the guy from Pittsburgh, just a machine. Yeah, he is Boswell. Boswell. So is Lambo. Lambo's yeah, got a Josh great Lambo. Too, so. I mean, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen there. I'm I'm still gonna stick with Pittsburgh. So I've I've unofficially adopted Pittsburgh as as my one of my favorite NFL teams. Oh, that's very convenient. Yeah, because the Dolphins are terrible. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> Uh, there's family that, that that are Pittsburgh fans. I have my uncle's a Steelers yeah. fan. I still, I'm not gonna root for the Steelers. No, you're not rooting for the Steelers. You're no. gonna go. Well, I'll, I'll root for them. If they're playing the Patriots. Well, I'll root for anybody against the Patriots. Yeah, I'm a, I like the Seahawks too, though, because I'm a Russell Wilson guy. Oh, so. Russell Seahawks, though, enough of the, those Jaguars. <laughs> Going back to Le'Veon Bell, though, tell me, I mean, is he gonna get franchise tag number one? I don't. I don't think he's gonna get tagged the second time. Number in a row. two, and he's not gonna sit out. No matter what he says, he's not gonna no. sit out. Here. And number two, is he going to, is he going to get? I mean, will he get? If he doesn't get franchise tag, you you don't think he's going to sit out? He's will not he going to retire. That's a, it's a bluff. It's it's all it's all it's part of the scheme to try to get the Steelers to pay up. He's going to threaten you. He won't be he won't be there to start a camp. He might hold out a while. I think he's full of it. That's what I think. Yeah, I think he's full of it. All right, so we're going to go with Pittsburgh on that one. I'm going, with, I'm going with, you know, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Oh, you're going to go with Jacksonville. I'm going with Jacksonville. You like to go against a thread anyways, though. That's yes, uh, yeah, it's, 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 an old, it's an old gambling trick. Yeah, you're always rooting for FSU. Oh, no, what are you rooting for FSU? Whatever, man. Whatever. I was never rooting for FSU. Whatever. you probably rooted for FSU. Now, look, see, I picked FSU, I picked FSU, and I picked the FSU in basketball, by the way, and what happened in both games? The Canes I still won. Don't li- I still don't like it. I still well, I got to do what I got to do to get the Canes a win. I got to motivate them, because you know what? Did you have action on that game? Maybe why are you betting on the home team? Man? I, know, I, I try. I try to stay. I try to stay away from that because I, I, I want. I want my Canes to win. I'd rather lose my bet and the Canes win than for the Canes to lose and me to win. That's how I operate. So I'm trying to motivate the Canes. Here's a scenario for you. Oh boy, let's go back to the football game, Florida okay. State football game. So Florida State Miami. Yes, or uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Florida okay. State Miami or Miami Notre Dame, whichever one you want it. Because okay. I've been known to be picking against the Canes. People keep Correct. criticizing me for this. Correct. And here's 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 the angle here. Let's say let's pretend uh, Shaq Quarterman's in the car. And he's listening on the radio, <laughs> okay. and, and and he hears he hears he hears everybody talking about how great the Canes are and how the Canes is going to go in there and dominate. Oh, and he I starts see. bobbing his head, ah. feeling themselves a little bit. Now Shaq Quarterman hears me say, "Oh, Florida State's going to win. Oh, Notre Dame's going to go in there and run it, pound it see down the, the throat." Reverse psychology. Yeah, he, he goes, okay. whoa, 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 "What for real?" Let me call. Let me, I, I gotta call Pickney. <laughs> yo, yo, Pink. Hey, yo, this, Mike. Hey, yo, Mike. You, Nightmare. You, you hear what this guy's saying on the radio? That we're going to get our asses kicked by Notre Dame and Virginia Tech and Florida State? Word? Oh, let me, let me call Cloud. And he calls Zach McCloud. And then now, now, now everyone's listening to the station. And now the Canes are fired up. And there's going to be a bulletin board right there. Radio host predicts the Canes no, get pounded. There's going to be a, a fat head of you. Just your head. And just like a basketball. A, on the dartboard of doom. I, I said Florida State. I thought Florida, the, Florida State was going to pound the Canes the other day. What if Bruce Brown was in the car and he's like, "Oh, what? Did he say we're going to lose by twenty points to yeah. Florida State?" Yo, let me call Huel. And then he called, <laughs> <laughs> "Yo, Hugh, yo, this this guy said we're going to lose by twenty points tomorrow night to Florida State. Can you believe that?" 
Oh, I'm gonna call likes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's gonna call. He's gonna call like, yo, likes. Listen, shorty. All right? should... He says that the the, the uh, their center, that seven foot four guy, Kamaji or Kamaji, yeah, Kamaji's yeah. gonna stomp you, son. All right, get us. <laughs> And they all had great games. And, all three and Likes was shaking games. and baking and taking the that seven kid, four how, guy to the how goal. Good is that kid, oh, he's a, Chris likes him. He has his moment. He has uh, he has moments where he's just, just taking ridiculous shots, but sometimes they go in and you gotta yeah, you love him. I love watching he's him play. A, he's a scorer. Yeah, he's, a, he's he's an absolute scorer. I mean, he he was in uh, high school in Gonzaga over in Washington <laughs> D.C. and it was him against I don't remember who it was now. And somebody that's in the NBA now. Yeah, no, yeah. And he dominated. Well. <laughs> dominate. No, it was in high school. It was it was high, a, and he dominated him. Yeah, no, they're talking about dominated that. Him. I don't remember who it was now, but the kid's got game. The he kid's does. Got game. So I'm, I'm excited to see him play more. Um, the kids play tomorrow night against Clemson on the road. Yeah, a tough they, game. And then they play the Duke. Duke Monday night right here. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Oh, man. Yeah. I wish I could be there, man. I'm, I'm dying for that. Yeah. They always play Duke. They always, they always beat Duke they down always here. Beat, I think they're like 7-1 and one or 7-2 and two against Duke. At least down here. Or with yeah. Aranega. With yeah. Aranega's yeah. coach. I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. I, I can't wait for that. We, they obviously got to get to Clemson. It's a tough matchup on the road. Right. Clemson's actually Clemson favored. Clemson just in lost to NC State. Yeah, by one point. So they're right. going to be angry at home. Are they favored? Yeah. Explain to me how they're favored. Well, the Canes are ranked 18th. And the Clemson's ranked 19th. The Clemson's at okay, home. Okay, but that were they fla- flavored? Were they were they favored before the NC State game or after? They they don't they don't release the spread until like very close to game time. They didn't they didn't come out with a spread until like today. So and in basketball, you usually don't have spreads that far in advance, right? Because there's, there's, there's games in between. So I, I mean I don't see how they can be favored when we're, I mean they I think the Canes maybe have the more talented team but the fact that Clemson's yes. at home we saw how the Canes played against Georgia Tech on the road right. it was right. really bad and they lost sure sure okay so that's that's what part of the thinking I think the Canes might be favored against Duke I mean Duke's a better team than Clemson but Duke Duke at least right. will be at home and Clemson was just at Clemson Little John Coliseum. And they're going to be chanting just like football and maybe little, a thirty eight to three chant. It's Little John Coliseum. Little John Coliseum. That's what they call it. I didn't know, they know that. They're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna be chanting Kelly Bryant and all those guys oh, in the ACC championship game. Thirty eight to three. Yeah, da, da, yeah da, da, brother, da, da. the same football, right? Yeah. Get over it, man. Whatever. <laughs> we, di- we digress there. Well, those are, the, the chants only come out of Clemson's winning big late in the game. They won't do right. it if they're losing, or maybe maybe they will do it if they're losing bad and they know the game's over. Maybe they still will. <laughs> right. Well, we've been doing football in the yeah. ACC championship. All right. Well, yeah. go screw yourself. Whatever. <laughs> uh, okay. So one more before we go to break. New Orleans. And I know you got to get out of here. New Orleans and Minnesota, 12 and 5, 13 and 3, 440 game on Sunday. Okay, this, this is what stands out to me on this one. Minnesota, uh, it's, it's the New Orleans running game. Oh, Kamara with, and Ingram. With Kamara and Ingram. I, and I've always said I liked Melvin Ingram. I've always liked Melvin Ingram. I thought the kid could play. I think the guy was a great. And at first we were like, oh, he's in the wrong system over in New Orleans. Maybe he needs to go somewhere else. They traded Adrian Peterson, and, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, the, the, and, and after that, I mean, it was him It was him and, and Kamara. It was the, the Ingram-Kamara show. Kamara, rookie of the year. Absolutely. 81 receptions this year. Wow. I don't know if you guys, I mean. If, he took a kick return to the house. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, 81 receptions, and he's got, I don't know, something like. 500 yards rushing or something crazy like that. I have it written down somewhere. Well, more than 500. I think he was at 600 each was at one point. 600? Was it 600? Okay. But he's, he's, he's uh, he might even be close to 1,000. Oh, now I'm intrigued. Take a look it up. Uh, Michael Thomas, 104 receptions. Okay, over 1,000 yards receiving this year as well. So, Minnesota, although Minnesota's been hot, I mean, again, they don't have Dalvin Cook. Okay, I, I know. Latavius well, yeah, they haven't had Dalvin Cook for a while. Yeah, I know Murray picked it up and he had a decent season. Uh, but they, they play with, they play with, Grind it out in your face defense. They do. I mean, if even if you look at it, yeah, I know Adam Thielen has a whole bunch of receptions, uh, but the Vikings haven't given up. Do you know they haven't given up twenty points at home this whole year? 
The, only, the Saints had 19 in week one, and they lost. Okay, and it's funny that you say that because the New Orleans offense way better than the Minnesota def- um, than the Minnesota offense. But then again, on the opposite side of the spectrum, Minnesota's defense way better than Minnesota, uh, the New Orleans offense. Yes, but yeah, so New, Orleans, New Orleans offense has to go up against that Minnesota defense. Right, right. And I, I think I think the Saints. I think the Saints. I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings pound them. Really? Yeah, I, I think you know. They're gonna get in the face of Drew Brees. I don't. Drew Brees has sneakily not had the best of years. They had this running game. You don't notice it, but that's he has, the thing. Yeah, he, I mean, he has something like twenty-three touchdowns passes this year. I mean, he's still he's still good. He's not like it's not like Peyton Manning nine touchdowns, seventeen interceptions that last year with Denver. Right. Right. But I and I I think they're gonna blitz blitz Drew Brees. They're gonna hit him a couple times, and I think it's gonna be. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints. If the game ends up like twenty-one ten Vikings. It's just I, a pounding. I just don't. I still don't trust Case Keenum. I don't think. It's, I don't think there's anything. I think if it comes down to it at the end, I think Drew Brees can pull it out. I really do. I. I think they're going to score more than twenty points too. I think now. Now's the time that they score more than twenty points. That Minnesota gives them more than twenty points. I think if the Saints win, it's maybe like, I'm just being a little. No, biased. I think if the, I, like I think I, I think I, I think if the Saints win, it's gonna be like a 17-14 game because Minnesota, yeah, they they the Minnesota plays games fourteen to nine, you know, twenty one ten in that that yeah. area. So yeah, I think the Saints, if Minnesota doesn't score a lot, there is a chance for that Saints upset there. Give me New Orleans. I'm taking New Orleans. I'll take the Vikings. Win. Are you? Okay. All right. I'm gonna take them to win big. I, I, you know what? I hate that you're gonna get you're gonna leave now after this break, and I wanted to talk about Levar Ball. Oh, <laughs> you say they might be right. He might. Some people are saying that he might have been right about what's going on with the Lakers. That people aren't trusting. Either way, is it your? Is it your? How? But now I got a question. Like I know the the older brother. Uh, he went to call. He has his high school degree, and so he obviously he wasn't going to play at UCLA, and so they, they, they Leangelo or, or right. Jello as the kids call him. Yeah, Jello, Jello he's, and Mello. He, okay, he's playing in Lithuania, but Lamelo. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Lamelo not have his high school degree yet? Kid's like 16 years old. They're gonna they're homeschooling him though. They're homeschooling. Yeah, oh, so he's play, so he's t-bowing it. He's playing for the basketball. He was playing sure. for the basketball team and homeschooling. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, if, if he wasn't doing that, he is doing that now. Okay, but if he wasn't yeah. doing that, like, how does it feel? Like, you know, you're gonna have you're gonna be a Jedi Knight, which is that's what you, get, that's what you call a GD. You're Jedi. <laughs> Jedi Knight. Here's the thing, man. Those kids have no say in their life. Yeah, but they do. It's all Lavar, and Lavar's a joke. He's he's an absolute clown. I mean, I can, like, yeah. people take him too serious. To be yeah, honest with you, yeah. he is annoying as hell. Don't get me wrong; he's annoying. I can't stand it. Okay, but he's a clown. Yes. And the more attention you give him, the more he's gonna take, yeah. and he's gonna take, and he's gonna take, and he's gonna take. And I don't blame him for it. Yeah. I don't blame him for I, it. I would do the same thing. If you're gonna give me all this attention, all right, and you're gonna make me famous off of this crap, just talking nonsense all the time, this arrogance of you suck, dude. Relax. You suck. You're terrible. You're not a good basketball player. You never were a good basketball player. You talk all this smack that you beat Michael Jordan in a one-on-one. Get out of here with that. All right? It's all smack, though. But, like, he's so arrogant and so confident about what? About the big baller brand? About selling $495 pair of shoes? Get out of here with that mess. He's a joke. Right? Let him be a joke. Don't give him all the attention in the world. But all these guys, what's his name? Mark Goodman? Is that his name? Mark Goodman, the one that did the article? On I, think was Joe, I think it was Joe Goodman. Joe, Joe, or Joe Goodman? Yeah. The, kid, the guy from ESPN. Whatever. Yeah, I know Anyways, what you're about. You know, giving him too much time. Giving him too much airtime. Well, well, I mean, the ratings, everyone. It's newsworthy. It's not newsworthy to me. Right, so what? He wants to talk crap about Luke Walton and all that? that I mean, that's stupid, man. Let's stay out of it. I, I, just, I think the only thing that's out of line is bringing a, a son who's not finishing high, who hasn't finished high school yet and possibly altering, you know, possibly having well, the yeah. son not, not get well, a high yeah. school degree. 
Well, like yeah, at least sure. get the minimum, man. Because at, le- at least at least Leangelo can always go back to college whenever he wants right. to. No, but you, I'm sure you can't go back to high school. I'm sure he's homeschooling him. I'm sure he's, that's what he's doing. In their first game, you saw Leangelo had 19 points and Lamelo had 10. Yeah, but Lamelo had some sick assists. He did. Wait, did you see that little uh, uh, reverse layup that he had? Yeah, and then the bounce back, the no look bounce back underneath him. <laughs> Kid's pretty good. That's sick stuff. I, you know, I, I Lonzo had thought, a good game last night too for the Lakers. I always thought, and just seeing him, all three of them play, I always thought that he was the better one out of all of them. Yeah. The small. The well, Lonzo has that. Melo. Yeah, he's got an ugly shot, dude. Woo! He is bad. Lamelo's got the best game out of all of them. They all have ugly shots, though. Yeah. But Lamelo. I wonder if LeVar, LeVar taught him that shot. I wonder. Jeez. Well, he's, he's a lot better than his dad ever will be. <laughs> right? yeah. that, that, that's enough LeVar ball talk. I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. Listen, when we come back, it's Be My Myself, but we got a special guest. We've got Abraham Kawa coming on. And uh, thank you, Robbie. I appreciate it, my right, brother. No thank problem. you for sticking around a little bit. We'll be back on the Weekly Sports Drop. Full of rage, ripping that mic, about to rip through the page. When you keep it all original, we'll stick to your ways. Even though you're miserable, that you face. By the only thing that help you get through that day. Even when they doubt you, tell me I should let it go, but I ain't about to
It's the rush that makes a player wanna fall in love. Cause I knew you had me. The loss of gravity. That smile on your face. The way your lips taste. That sweet surrender. Mixed with pleasure. It's a feeling that lasts forever. So we should take it To the plane, spend a little time. Then I'm going to the next city, next time. Just take it slow, little mama. You'll be alright. Good night, love.
your mouth, you tell the world who you are. Yeah. You can catch me in the Latin cafeteria, sipping on cafecito. Probably go out of a maybe a cortadita. Eating pastelito. You know the ghetto, but if it's chicken, the waffles, you better let go my ego. I was born in an era. After dinero. High horse pass like Pico was a pharaoh. Or some other great leader, but the way that I be stunning, I'm thinking evil can evil. What? Head full of reefer smoke. Wanna rap? I can chat, yeah, but I need the dough. Ain't got the feet for me. I need to know, cause if so, I need to go. Gotta go, man. Places to go, people to reach, things to do, and promises to keep. I got no time for a bird to leech. I'm trying to get dough while I'm sitting on the beach. I got gold. Scott, the state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 20222. Let's go, y dale, vente más lento. Y si te gusta, nena, dale lento. Esta 
sports drop i do apologize for all the technical difficulties as we try to get abraham cowell on the line you know i'm using a different studio today and it's uh it's a little messed up for me man so i do apologize to everybody for the inconvenience i do want to get abraham on the phone uh you know we want to talk a little bit about the nfl some new signings that he has uh some of the guys some canes guys chad thomas uh kendrick norton rj mcintosh chris herndon who else? Talk a little bit about that. Talk a little MMA. Unfortunately, haven't been able to get him on. So let's do a little bit. Let's do a little bit of Kane's talk. How about that? Let's do a little Kane's talk before. Hold on. How about now? We good? Yeah, here we go. Let's do a little Kane's talk before we talk uh, with Abraham, before we try to get him on. <clears throat> Under Armour game. Just a little quick recap. You know, I'm not a big fan of these, of these uh, All-Star games because... Kids are going to get play, you know, coaches are going to play whoever they really like. I mean, it's not about it's not about showcasing everybody. You know, everybody will get a little burn here and there. But for the most part, it's just it's just, you know, the kids going out there playing a couple of series and if someone gets hot or if some of the coaches like, you know, some of the guys they'll put them to play. For instance, Deion Sanders was the coach of one of the teams, you know, he barely played Emory Jones who's who's uh who was supposed to, you know, who apparently was leading to FSU Decides after you know after a while that he's gonna go to Florida. He signs with Florida, so maybe that's a reason why you know uh, Dion didn't put him. Play. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? All I know is the Kings players were out there. Brevin Jordan looked really good apparently in pla- in practices. Uh, there was Al Blaze. There was Cleveland Reed. There was some uh, some uh, some targets as well that looked like they may commit. Right. Tyson Campbell being one of them. So, I mean, there's a lot going on in those games. There's a lot of practice. You know, a lot of times the practices are really what, what they look at. Same thing with the All-American, the Army All-American game where you got, excuse me, where you got Low Lingard, you got Jaron Williams, who Jaron Williams actually played a little bit more. Uh, Mark Pope as well. Mark Pope was taking guys to school, taking all the cornerbacks to school, blowing them off the line, and he didn't get one catchable pass i mean everything was on the throne the kid the kid that's committed to clemson trevor lawrence threw a couple of picks and they were all they were going his way he underthrew one and then the other one he threw a bad throw on a on a slant pat uh, on a slant pattern uh well or it was supposed to be a, some sort of bubble screen anyways you know these the, these uh, all-star games i mean i'm happy for the kids to be able to make these all-star teams these all-american teams because they uh you know they get the notoriety and the recognition that they deserve some of these kids are really really good some never pan out so I, I, I think it's a crapshoot when it comes to these games. Uh, but anyways, on top of that, we've got Eric Morero at the Nightmare 7-on-7 seven seven tournament, 
which is going on right now. He's over there now. I wish we could we uh, we could get him on as well, but I think he's gonna be he's gonna be out of commission as well with a new phone. I mean this this just went poof and everything just fell apart here. So I do apologize for that. I wish we could do more. I wish we can get some guys on, but that's all right. Listen, Kane's some more Kane's recruiting news. Some new commits. And actually a transfer. So one new commit is Trayvon Riggins, who's a defensive end out of IMG Academy uh, over in, uh, in, Orlando, in the Orlando-Tampa area. Big kid, big defensive end, you know, potential four, five-star player coming out. He's a 2020, you know, class of uh, 2020. So he's got, a, he's got a long time to go before he hits the campus. But apparently it's been a long time coming for him to, to commit to the Canes. You know, we were kind of just waiting for him to go ahead and pull the trigger. Seems like he did. Another another big kid that we do need is another kid, Dennis Briggs, another defensive lineman that apparently is going to be down here in Miami this weekend kind of visiting the school. So I'm excited about having him on campus. Listen, with the guys like McIntosh and Norton, uh, Chad Thomas, uh, Trent Harris, those guys gone. Okay, they're all gone. The depth doesn't look as healthy as it was before. Now, I keep saying this. I think our, our number one recruit this whole entire class is the return of Gerald Willis on that line. So now you've got Gerald Willis. Okay, you've got uh, John Ford. These are the guys that are going to plug uh, Pat Bethel. Those are the guys that are going to plug your middle, okay, which I'm happy about. I'm excited about. But where's the depth behind that? Ryan Fines tra uh, transferred out as well. On the ends, you got Joe Jackson and Demetrius Jackson that are probably going to be your starters. All right, Scott Patchen is probably going to come back and play full-time on the end as well. You've got uh, the other kid that played really well as a freshman, Jonathan Garvin. So I think, uh, you know, on the ends, we're a little bit better off with a couple of the kids that are coming in. Nesta Silvera is going to have to do, uh, do some things. He's going to have to develop a little bit quicker because I think we're going to need him at the, uh, the defensive tackle spot. Another kid that I was, uh, you know, interested to see, I don't know much about him, uh, but this kid that's transferred, the grad transfer out of, that came from Tennessee, Venzel Bullware. It's an offensive guard slash tackle slash center. I'm not sure what he's going to play. Looks like he's going to play guard. Big kid, 6'4", 300 pounds. Offensive line is something we terribly need. I mean, really bad. You know, we've getting, we're getting a lot of kids that are graduating. But, you know, to be honest, your offensive line wasn't great either. Okay, you know, I like Gauthier coming back. Corey Gaynor. Looks like those two guys are going to fill in at center guard. And, uh, you know, we're looking at some guys like Navon Donaldson. Obviously, he's going to come back. He's probably the brightest spot on that offensive line. And you've got to fill these tackle spots as well. I don't. I'm. I'm. You know. I really haven't looked at the depth chart. I'm going to do some more, some more homework on that. But that's that's kind of where I'm I'm, I'm at with Kane's recruiting right now. <clears throat> I want to. I, I kind of want to focus on the NFL playoffs. The draft is coming up. We've got some Major League Baseball, which you know, um, if if anybody knows me, I'm a huge fan of Major League Baseball of baseball. You know, baseball is my first love, so I'm going to be excited to talk about that as well. Here's what I want to do. I think what we're going to do is we're going to hold off on Kawa for next week. Okay, big, big, big UFC coming up in uh, on Saturday of next week. So we're going to have special guest Brendan Tobin on as well as Abraham Kawa. We'll try to uh, line up a, a few others for the show so we can be excited about that. You guys are going to have a really good show. We'll be, we'll be back on Sports Overtime uh, next week so you guys will be able to listen to us there i like it there I'm, I'm comfortable this is crazy here this has been all over the place the phones aren't working i don't know what the hell is going on all right guys but uh i think we're gonna wrap it up for today i want to thank everybody for listening into this uh train wreck of a show that we had today but uh nonetheless i want to thank robbie i want to thank uh, uh, eric murrow for not coming on i want to thank abraham kawa 
for not coming out because we had some stupid phone issues here. So, but we will have them on next week. So stay tuned for that. Again, we are on the campus of Mary Brickle Village. I'm sorry, we're on the campus of Miami Media School. This is Mary Brick in Mary Brickle Village. This is the weekly sports drop on Miami Underground Radio. Signing off for tonight. Y'all have a good weekend. Peace.